Good afternoon. afternoon. Y'all all all right? (laughs) You know, we've been blessed. We we are truly blessed people. And God has blessed us with an awesome worship service this morning. Uh, Thank Brother Jerry for our Sunday school this morning. Awesome lesson. And uh, we got a chance to eat and fellowship. Whew. You know, I'm not as bad off today as usual. You know, I looked at uh, my plate, you know, Georgia, thank you, you know, fixing my plate today, and it was some baked chicken on there. You know, you know, I like fried chicken, but she had some baked chicken on there. <laughs> and she came around with a, a big old, you know, container full of hamburgers. Wanting to know if anybody wanted extra hamburger. Well, Reggie got the extra hamburger. I looked one way to talk to Lisa and turned back, and he had already guffed that one down. So I know he's struggling. <laughs> and I know majority of you are struggling because we ate well and we're here. Uh, so if you ate too much, raise your hand. If you, if you ate too, be honest. If you ate too much, raise your hand. A few of you are honest. Few of you are honest, but that's all right. You know, well, that's good because today I want to talk about being greedy. <laughs> you know, uh, it was something this morning, you know, before we left the house. Uh, you know, my birthday was a few weeks ago. Georgia had got me a couple of little um, things of ice cream, you know, the little small container of ice cream. She got me three of them, actually. And, uh, I don't know why she looked in the freezer this morning, but uh, she's like, did you throw those ice creams away? Uh, Of course I did. She knew the answer to that. (laughs) But we went to Walmart yesterday, and I I snuck two more of them and put those in the freezer, and so happened she looked in there and saw the two new ones. Did you throw the other ones? I see some new ones in there. But nonetheless, you know, I want to talk about being greedy today. Um, not per se uh, about uh, gluttony, but of course that's part of greed as well. Uh, but we're going to get there. Uh, so don't be greedy. Uh, what was read into your hearing, and I'm not going to keep you long because I know this is second service. Y'all ate and, you know, I know y'all. I know you. So Luke chapter 12, uh, beginning at verse 16. Of course, I'll be reading from the NIV. And this is a familiar story. Uh, a familiar parable. It says, and he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I will say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves but is not rich Towards God. But you have to realize, you know, this is a familiar passage, and, and usually we 
look at this passage of someone being selfish. He has all this stuff and he's hoarding it for himself. Mm-hmm. But, but what got to this, what got us to this point? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what is this about? Well, if you back up a couple of verses, we'll see how Jesus got to this parable in verse 13. He says, someone in the crowd said to him, teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. And Jesus replied, man, who appointed me judge and arbiter between you? Then he said to them, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist of an abundance of possessions. Jesus said, watch out, because this is something that could sneak up on you. So he said, be watchful. If, If it wasn't so, then he wouldn't have to put that in there. Watch out. So he said, watch out for a reason. He says, be on guard against all kinds of greed. All kinds of greed. Not just, you know, greedy eating a, a few extra pieces of chicken, but greed. Greed. You know, he, he talked about, you know, uh, I can get into gluttony because that's in the Bible as well. But different types of greed. Greed for money and uh, rhapsody. You know, did, did, did anyone know what that means? What kind of greed is that? You know, this is someone who likes to, uh, you know, go hunting for big game and, you know, greedy. This is more like for, uh, you know, hunting and, and you're, you're greedy and you know that you want to go out and get this uh, ivory tusk and all these things that you want to store up. You know, greed of money, greed of power. Jesus said, watch out. Watch out. Be careful for, for these things are going to sneak up on you. Uh-huh. You know, but. Greed is one of those things that we don't often talk about, but greed is one of those grievous sins. You know, we don't, you know, there's no big sin, no little sin, but, you know, the Bible points out several types of sin, you know, murder and, you know, adultery and all these things. Well, greed is mentioned right there with all that. We look at um, Mark chapter 7, verse 21 through 23. It says, for, um, for it is from within. Out of a person's heart that evil thoughts come, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from within, uh, from inside and defile a person. Greed. Greed actually defiles us. And then we look at. Romans, Romans chapter one, verse 29 says they have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit and malice. Ephesians, Ephesians five and three, it says, but uh, among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. Colossians 3 and 5, it says, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your uh, earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil, evil desires, and greed, which is adultery. You know, so why, why would Jesus allude to all kinds of greed when they had a, a problem with their inheritance. Why did he allude to this? 
It says, be careful for all kinds of greed. Well, if you look at it, you know, this inheritance problem that they had, they, what was the issue? You know, they, they you know, they, they, they was wanting something for one that, that they didn't even deserve. And that, you know, <laughs> most people actually inherit something. They hadn't done nothing to deserve that. You know, but, but they want it anyway. So he said, well, just give me my inheritance. Help, help us divide this. And number two, they was willing to forego their relationship. Brothers, willing to disown each other over an inheritance. Right. Right. And, and most of all, you know, at the end, God, Jesus said well, they didn't have God in their heart. That was the main problem here, uh-huh. is that they wanted that inheritance, but they didn't have God in their heart. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. Greed will take us a little bit further than we anticipated on going. You know, that is what greed will do. But, you know, the man said, well, you know, I, uh, I have all this grain and I have this surplus. Let me just lay back and relax and eat, drink and be merry and just relax. It, anything wrong with that? I don't know about you, but I, you know, I, I, I would like to store up some money and be able to retire one day to sit back, eat, drink, and be married. That's what, hey, I, I would like to do that. So is there anything wrong with, with having these possessions and being able to relax a little? There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, actually, the Bible mentions of, of many uh, men that had riches. You know, you look at uh, Abraham, you look at Jacob. Uh, Solomon, David, they all had many possessions. So is that the issue? Well, I I like how Proverbs puts it. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 7 through 9. Two things, this is what the proverb writer said, two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehoods and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. But give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or, if my, or, or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of God. He said, I, 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 teach me how to just be content with what I have. I don't want to be rich because, you know, I may rely too much on those riches and just totally disown you. He said, Who, who's God? I, I, I'm making this on my own. And then, you know, you, you, you see someone who is lacking, and that's what they are focusing on is the lack of what they have. And next thing you know, they, they're stealing, trying to get the latest name brand shoes and trying to fit in and all these things and dishonoring God, dishonoring his name. You can't claim to be a Christian and doing these types of things. So, he said, well, just give me what I need. Give me <laughs> the, the bread that I need to, to sustain and a roof over my head. Give me those necessities of life. Now, how, how many of us have that, that mindset? Did, did, honestly, do you have that mindset? Lord, just give me something to eat and put something over my head and let's keep it rolling. Mm, is that right? <laughs> or are you saying, Lord, let me... You know, they, they got that latest F-10 pickup truck out or that, that uh, you know, the, the latest vehicle, that BMW. 
you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I, Lord, I, I got, uh, you know, this nice piece of land, nice house and all. But, man, I would love to have granite countertops and all this other stuff. You know, that, be honest. Because <laughs> we all do. We see things that we like and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But where does greed sneak in? Where does greed sneak in? Uh, uh, like Ephesians, Ephesians chapter four, verse 28 says, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Now, some of you, you may have, you know, what is your greed? It may be money. You, 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 you're chasing a dollar. It may be that it has taken you to a point where you're stealing. It may be that you're hoarding all these bitcoins and all these other things. If that's your problem, if that's your vice, if that's what's causing that greed, give it away. Get rid of it. If you can't handle a bunch of money, get rid of it. <laughs> get rid of it. And get to a point where not only do you get rid of it, Share it. Help somebody else. Help somebody. That's what this is all about. God will bless you in abundance. But once you start focusing on those things and putting those things before God, and the scripture said, you know, greed is, is adultery. You're putting that above God. He said, if that is your problem, get rid of it. You know what it is that, that is, is becoming that idol for you. You know what it is. It may be cars. It may be a business. What, what is it that is taking your thoughts? What, what, what is it that when you go to bed, you can't stop thinking about it? You, you lose and rest. What is it? If, if, if it ain't bills, but now you're contemplating, oh, man, I got this latest. I, what, what can I do to get that? And, and you're hustling. You're, you're thinking of these Ponzi schemes and all these things, trying to get more money. <laughs> Are you being greedy? And, and, you know, a few weeks ago, I, I you know, we had a lesson about uh, where are you? You know, wh- have you assessed where you are on your Christian journey? And this little subtle thing called greed can actually take you off course. It can be so subtle, all kinds of greed. So, as always, I, I mean, my my thing is just to try to encourage you on this Christian race to look at it from all angles just to make sure that we're going on this thing the right way. So if it's greed that is your issue, get that fixed. Let's get that fixed. Now, I I like how Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, how it deals with with greed. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 8 through 20, and from the NIV, It says, if you see the poor oppressed in a district, injustice and rights denied, do not be surprised at such things. For one official is eyed by a higher one, and over them both are other higher still. The increase from the land is taken by all. The king himself profits from the field. You know, you stress out, you, you, you put all this time in your job. You get there early, you work late, 
You get two or three jobs, and what is it for? Is it because I want a bigger house? Is it because I want a newer, fancier car? You're putting all this effort into the dollar. You're putting all this effort into things. But what is it for? I I guarantee you, you may not think that you're rich. You may be driving in a car that puttered all the way here. You may be in a car that the AC is out. But I guarantee you, someone in a third world country will look at you and say, hey, you got a vehicle, you made it from point A to point B. You got rooms in your house that you don't even go in. You got a 1,200, 2,400, 3,600 square foot house, and you don't even go walk in it. I guarantee you there's someone else that's looking like you are super rich. But do you, are you happy with it? Are you content with it? Are you still out there chasing? It's nothing that says you have to drive the latest vehicles. Nothing that says you have to have a five-bedroom house. And, uh, you know, not just talking. You know, if you're married, of course we want to, as men, we want to provide all that we can for our children, the best for our wife. We do. But you should be just as happy if you are in a 600-square-foot house. You have a meal on the table every day. You're not going hungry. You should be content with that. So it's not that you can be rich in love and have these things be comfortable and just love each other like no other. <laughs> but when you're out working and, and, and just wearing yourself out, when, when you're fussing at each other because of the bills, because you spent all the money on the bills, and that, that's not what it's all about. That, you're chasing the wrong thing. You're focusing on the wrong thing. That is greed. Whether you look at it that way or not, God will provide you all the things that you need, but you're stressing over the wrong thing. Now, and that's the thing. That, that I like that <laughs> verse 8 and 9 because you spend all this time making a product, whatever that job is that you have, whatever service it is that you provide, and you do the best job you can. You work all these hours. You stay up late at night contemplating if your boss is thinking this or that of you. And then your boss has a boss. <laughs> They're doing the same thing, but on another level. And then all the while, it says the, the king himself profits from the fields that even the top guys that own the company. <laughs> you know, federal, state, the president or whatever the official is. And they out on the golf course chilling. They got yachts and all these things. And you down here stressing trying to make ends meet. And then not only that, it says everybody's going to profit from the land. Every, whatever that service is, whatever product you're making, people may, it may be something that's sold at Walmart. People will buy it, keep going like it ain't nothing. And yet you hear stressing. <laughs> you, you're trying your best to, to make it because you're focusing on the wrong thing. Verse 10 says, whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This, too, is meaningless. Don't love that money. The thing is, the more money you get, the more money you're going to want if you're not satisfied with what you have. If you get a raise on your job, and I guarantee you, you know, if you 
30, 40 years old. You're making more now than you did 10 years ago. Yeah. You're not in the same place you was 10 years ago. Now you got a new house. You got a new car. So the more money you make, the more stuff you're going to go buy. The more money you make, the more debt you're going to get. <laughs> I was telling Joy, it was been a couple of years back, a few years back. I was like, you know, we, we had more money when we was in our 20s. You know, <laughs> You know, so the more money you make, yeah, hey, you, you make your own problems. God said, hey, I give you a roof over your head. I give you, you get you something to eat. But we want to go get the latest and greatest out there. So that love of money, you're not going to ever be satisfied. Verse 11 says, as goods increase, so do those who consume them. And what benefit are they to the owners except to feast their eyes on them? You got that big old house. It, upstairs, you ain't even been up. When the last time you've been upstairs? <laughs> when, when the last time you went to that third bathroom? Yeah, you ain't, but you're stressing and you're focusing on the wrong thing. Is it greed? Is it greed? Be careful. Find out where you are on this Christian race. It, every day we need to make sure that we're looking to make sure we're going according to God's word. And Jesus said himself in that parable, hey, be on the watch. Be on the watch for greed. Be on the watch for this because it's one of those subtle things. Verse 12, it says, the sleep of a laborer is sweet, whether they eat little or much, but as for the rich, their abundance permits them no sleep. Mm -mm. Do you rest well at night? <laughs> do you work that job? You're thankful for that job. You go home and you ain't stressed. You just lay down, go to sleep, get some good rest. Or are you thinking about the next day? Are you stressed about the next day because you have to make sure you don't get fired and you wonder what the boss is thinking about you, what the boss's boss is thinking about you, all these things? Hmm. It says the sleep of a laborer is sweet. <laughs> all he's doing is doing his job. Hey, whatever. But if you're chasing these riches, they, their abundance permits them no sleep. Verse 13, I have seen a grievous evil under the sun, whether hoarded to the harm of its owners or wealth lost through some misfortune so that when they are, have children, there is nothing left for them to inherit. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb, and as everyone comes, so they depart. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. Ain't that something? All that stress and all that. I got to leave something for the kids. I got to do this for the kids. I got to make sure the kids got this and that. I got to make sure they got the latest and all that. For what? You can't take it with you, and they can't either. So what really matters? What really matters? What really matters? So... Be mindful of how you're going through this thing called life. Be mindful of what you're putting your treasures in. Be mindful of what you're toiling over. Verse, verse 16. This too is a grievous evil. As everyone comes, so they depart. And what do they gain? Since they toil for the wind, all their days they eat and drink and eat in darkness and great frustration, affliction, and anger. What's all this 
toiling about, toiling for, you know what, I'm going to go find me a new job. I can make 20 more cents over here. Although next year, let me go over there because I can make two extra dollars over there. Let, let me go get this car. You know what, the latest one came out. Let me go get that now. Let me, you, you're just all over the place, toiling to the wind, not focused on anything. For what? <laughs> you're going to die someday and all those things won't matter. You are going to die one day. All this stuff is not going to matter. What are you teaching your children? Are you teaching your children that the latest name brand, you know, is what you should have? You, 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 child, you need to have the greatest. You, you need to have the most expensive because it's made better. All these things that we try to impress upon it. What really matters? That child can die before you. What will really matter? Now, yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm not saying not to have nice things. That's, that's fine. That, that, um, that's not my, that's not the issue. <laughs> Having nice things is not the issue. But when you focus on those things, you dwell on those things, that becomes greed. Amen. When you put those things before God, that becomes greed. Yeah, you know, and I've said many times before, I, I don't think God will bless us with a job that takes us away from worshiping him. Now, if you have to work on Sunday, that's, that's fine. I'm, that's fine. <laughs> but don't omit worshiping God on Sunday just because you have a job. That's, that just makes no logical sense whatsoever. You know, I uh, you know, appreciate my brother uh, uh, Xavier, who's not here today. He said he got off at 7 this morning. Brother be struggling trying to stay away, but he was up in here. You know, it, it requires sacrifice. This thing called Christianity requires sacrifice. And Christ said, you must first deny yourself, pick up the cross, and then follow him. If you don't deny yourself, and you, you're here today. S- several people right now didn't de- deny themselves to be here right now. Right. Yeah, they, their main thing was, let me go work on my garden let me go get ready for tomorrow. Let me do whatever else it was. But their mindset was not on, well, let me worship God one more time. And he's been blessing me in abundance. The least I can do is sit here for a few minutes and sing praises unto him, worship him a little bit more today. But their mindset is elsewhere. And not to say that things may not come up, but if that's your norm, if that's your norm, that you all, that Sunday school is not my mindset. Second service is not my mindset. Coming to Wednesday ain't my mindset. Monday, you know, whatever extra. I, I, I checked my box. I made my obligation. God, be thankful that I came at 9 o'clock. If that's your mindset, what is your mindset on? <laughs> what, what, what's got you going down this greedy slope? Is it just you? Is it just self-greed? What is it? Be mindful of what you're going through. Be mindful of what you're doing. And, and, and to sum this up, in verse 18, it says, This is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them. For this is, for this is their lot. You know, God has blessed, and I say all the time, I thank God for the path that he's bringing me down. You know, no, things could be totally different 
And, and I thank God for bringing us down the path. It just, it, even if you've gone through some things, which you have, we all have gone through some things, but just thinking of where we are, even the country that we live in, just thinking about those folks over in Ukraine and this, even down on the south of the border, all those folks at the border trying to get up here just to get some freedom, get some relief. So I thank God for the path that he has brought me down. I thank God for the path that he has brought you all down. That is what counts. What, what lot in life have you been dealt? Are you satisfied with that lot? Or are you searching for something else? What is it? What are you searching for? Verse 19 says, moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift from God. Are you happy with God, what God has given you? Are you happy? Are you content? Are you happy with that, that beat up car that you have, that you made it here? <laughs> are, are you happy with that two bedroom, three bedroom house? You know, the yard needs some work, but you got a roof over your head. You know, you ain't got no industrial stove, but you got a stove. <laughs> you got a refrigerator. You got all these things. Are you happy with the lot that you have been dealt? Or are you chasing a dollar? Is your mind set on the wrong thing? Verse 20, they seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness and heart. Are you glad with what you have? And, and finally, and, and Brother May mentioned this verse earlier, and, and we always throw it out, you know, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But we have to back up. Yeah, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. But verse 12, it says, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in uh, plenty or in want, I can do all things through him that strengthens me. Amen. The key to all this greedy thing, this, this, this greediness, is being content with what God has blessed you with. Amen. So if you're not content, if you find yourself always trying to do better, trying to get more, trying to obtain more, they're stressing you out. Find a way to be content with what God has blessed you with. Amen. And when you're praying at night and you, God, please help me to do this, please help me to do that. Before you get started with all that, won't you go down the list of all the things God has blessed you with? Amen. And I guarantee you, if you start going down that list, God, thank you for this roof over my head. Thank you for my health. Thank you for, you know, the car that I have. Thank you for my kid. Before you get rid of down that whole path, I bet you probably don't fell asleep. <laughs> so before you get to complaining and stressing about, the, you know, your boss at work and stressing about how, how I'm going to pay this, start thinking, hey, Lori, I know, you know, two months ago when I thought I was going to lose the house, you blessed me. I'm at this point. I know it's due again, but hey, let me thank you for what you already done brought me to. You start doing all that and recognizing and realizing who God is and where he has already brought you through. 
I, I guarantee you, you have a whole different mindset. So, you know, that, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm glad y'all, most of you hung in there. Appreciate you. <laughs> but my message is simple today. It's, it's don't, don't be greedy. Don't find yourself, in, you know, being greedy. And if you are, recognize greed for what it is. You may not, you may be thinking, I'm just being ambitious. I'm just going after, you know, make sure that doesn't, that ambition doesn't turn to greed. Make sure that that doesn't take you away from the church. Make sure that doesn't take you away from the love of God. That all right? All right. So if there's any... Uh, as we stand up for our song, if there's any that would like to have their petitions known, if you need us to pray for something, let us just do that now. Don't, don't, don't go through life and, and, and thinking that you're the only one going through whatever you're going through because we're all going through something. Right. We all are going through something. If, if you're traveling and you need prayer, it, that's what we're here for. We're all family. We can folks here. So don't think that, that, you know, you can't say something. Don't think that, you know, no one cares because we do. Amen. We honestly care for each and everyone here. So don't Amen. think that you're on your own. I'm glad that you all are here, that you stay to worship God. He is awesome. He's worthy of our worship. He's worthy of our praise. So thank you as we stand. What's the song? 241. 241.